Chapter 5, Rock Rose The next morning arrives slowly, Sirius never sleeping. He's not sure that he does sleep anymore, every time he wakes finding himself in the same spot as though he's had no choice in the matter, his body aching, head throbbing, everything disorienting like he's been pulled through thick gelatin and deposited somewhere he doesn't belong. He's only just managed to find the strength to move again when there's a loud knock on the door, and Sirius hears a small crash from the bedroom. Remus emerges as another knock sounds a minute later. He's sleep rumbled, his waves of brown hair chaotic over his head, reminiscent of James's. He's wearing a pair of two loose bottoms, his wrinkled shirt having ridden up enough with his movements to reveal a small section of pale, scarred flesh over his side just along his waistband. He makes a hasty line for the front door, but he freezes, eyes settling on Sirius as he slowly works his way to his feet again. Fuck, curses Remus under his breath, looking as though he's forgotten, or maybe that he thought Sirius's presence had been nothing more than a dream. He seems disappointed. You can't be here, but here you are. He frowns deeply, the expression only intensifying as a more insistent knock sounds and the muffled voice of a woman calls out. Remus, are you in there? Remus groans a little as he fixes Sirius with a sharp glare. Stay there, he warns. Stay out of the way. Do not speak. He doesn't wait on a response, which is for the best as Sirius is too baffled to form a proper one before the man is tugging the door open. A woman with bright pink hair stands on the other side, tiny in stature, Remus more than a head taller than her, her heart-shaped face staring up at him curiously. Sorry, he apologizes quickly. You're early. Or I'm late. I'm not sure which. He shakes his head as the woman's eyebrows pinch together. Late night, he finally says, sighing a little at the end. The woman provides him with an odd look before she shrugs. Watcher, Remus, is all she says. Remus smiles softly at her. Good morning, Dora. The woman, Dora, reaches up and cups one side of Remus's face with a small hand, her expression shifting with concern. You look tired, she observes. Are you feeling all right after? Yes, interjects Remus quickly, cutting across her words. I'm fine, I promise. It was just a late night. Loads of unpacking. Dora hums quietly, glancing around for a moment. Nice place. Good on you, she praises, and Sirius watches as Remus shifts from foot to foot awkwardly, Dora plucking at the beading forming a rock rose over her jacket as she watches him. Right, well, I've got to go. We are a bit early, but they need me there sooner today. I only found out this morning or I would have told you. It's fine, really, says Remus, waving his hand at her even as she turns back to the hall beyond the door. Teddy, come on. Leave the cat alone. I think you've poked at it enough. He's not interested, mate, she calls out, and then a boy with bright blue hair is appearing in the doorway, barreling forward and into Remus before he stops, Remus grunting a little from the impact even as he laughs, the action lighting up his face. Child, says Sirius before he can stop himself, feeling a jolt of shock race through him. The woman and boy ignore him as though he hasn't spoken, but Remus shoots him another hateful glare. 
Be good for dad, Ted, says Dora, running her hand over the boy's bright head. I'll see you in a few days. Sirius shakes his head. Dad, he hisses questioningly, mostly to himself. He remains ignored this time, but he can see Remus's shoulders stiffening. The pair bids the woman goodbye, and then Remus is closing the door. He scrubs over his face for a moment, glancing at Sirius warily in the process before his eyes drop to his son. What do you think of the place, he asks curiously. Snice, mumbles Teddy. Big. Do I have my own room this time? Something in the excitement of the inquiry hit Sirius in the chest even as Remus's eyes flash oddly, a forced sort of smile tugging into place on his mouth. You do, yeah. Have you had breakfast? At Teddy's nod of affirmation, Remus's smile pulls into something truer. Then why don't you go inspect it while I get dressed, then I'll take you to school. Sound good? Great, chirps Teddy, but then his eyes are landing on the fireplace, gaze sliding over Sirius. Neat, he cries, rushing forward, Remus following quickly at his heels as he approaches Sirius. You've got a fireplace this time. Sirius takes a surprised step back as the boy stops in front of him, but he smiles, thoughts locked on Harry. He's always been good with kids. Hiya, lad, he greets, hand reaching out as Teddy inspects the brickwork around the empty grate. Don't do that, shouts Remus, his own arm darting out and connecting with Sirius's just as his hand comes down over Teddy's shoulder. The force of the collision sends Sirius's fingers crashing into Teddy, but they never hit, slipping through him instead, Remus gripping around his wrist as he pulls back. Teddy lurches backwards in shock, but neither man notices, staring at where the boy and Sirius's hand had been in muted horror. I wasn't doing anything, cries Teddy defensively, glaring balefully up at his father. I was only looking. I never even touched it. What are you staring at, Dad? What the fuck was that, demands Sirius, pulling his wrist from Remus's firm grip. The other man only shakes his head, and Teddy frowns. Sirius looks down at him. Can he see me? He asks Remus, eyes fixing on the boy. Can you see me? Teddy continues gazing at his father as though Sirius doesn't exist, and he stumbles back a few steps. Remus's mouth works, eyes wide and awestruck. Sorry, Ted, he finally manages. I didn't mean to shout. I thought I saw something. It's fine. I'm sorry. Go look at your room, all right? We'll leave soon. Teddy slowly wanders off, but Sirius doesn't even wait until he's gone before he's muttering. He can't see me. He can't see me. I bet she couldn't see me either. What the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? You can't even touch him, breathes out Remus after a long while, staring after his son. But I can touch you. You're solid. To me, you're solid, but not for him. What the hell does any of that mean, snaps Sirius, feeling desperate confusion clawing up his throat. Remus shakes his head. I don't know, he mumbles. But I have to take him to school. I'll, be back. Just. Stay here, snarls Sirius before he snorts derisively. Doesn't seem as though I've much choice, does it?
Remus doesn't respond, turning and disappearing down the hall, leaving Sirius alone in his bafflement, head spinning and throbbing again, eyes squinting against the pain.